morning, Goldendale, and hello to all of my fellow liberty-loving Americans all across the fruited plains from sea to shining sea. This is the host who loves you the most, Luke Throop, here on another terrific Tuesday for Torch Report 440, The Weird, Bizarre, and Disturbing Truth. Friends, there are very few people in the world who understand what you are about to learn. There's a strangeness in the air. Can you feel it? Can you sense it? Do you know what the hell I'm talking about? <laughs> Friends, I'm not talking about the uh, the first ever uh, alien objects that were found on Earth. There was an article about that out today. I'm not even talking about the uh, parasitic worm that they pulled out of a lady's brain for the first time ever, an actual worm in the brain. I'm not talking about the new NIH study that links N95 masks to toxic, volatile, organic compounds that cause headaches, nausea, organ damage, and even cancer, or the fact that mask mania is sweeping back across the American, uh, American continent right now. But, you know, the, the weird, bizarre, disturbing truth, friends, it's deeper than all that. We're going to get deep today. That's what's going to happen. We're going to get deep. Uh, what, what, first, we're going to have to dismiss a few silly things. You know, there's another white guy out there going viral for rapping about Trump. The guy has absolutely no talent. His song pretty much sucks, and I think it's weird that he's going viral. But hey, that's the power of algorithms, right? Uh, meanwhile, the National Archives is in possession of some 5,400 documents wherein Joe Biden was actually using a fake name to do business with his crack-smoking son while serving as the vice president. That strikes me as utterly bizarre. But will they be bringing him in for questioning? I highly doubt it. On the disturbing front, the uh, the COVID cult appears to be alive and well and, and militant mask Activists are now going on the attack, actually physically attacking those who protest all of their insanity. But as absurd as that may seem, I think there is an intelligent explanation here. I'm just going to share a little excerpt uh, from an article linked in the report today. It says, quote, so why uh, why continue to support the mass mandates to the point of violence? The answer is because Masks became more than a safety tool. They became a signal of ideological virtue, a uniform for the political left. The masks were also a signal of submission to state controls. And for a period of a couple years, maskers were like an army, an extension of state power, and they loved it. They could easily identify their enemies merely by looking for a missing mask and thereby apply mob pressure to force people to conform. It doesn't matter to them that the masks offer little to zero protection. That was never their true purpose anyway. They got a taste of power, and then it was taken away from them, and now they are angry. Period. End quote. That pretty much sums up the mask debate. But again, you know, as disturbing as the escalating violence from unhinged leftist lunatics has become, friends, this too is not what I want to talk about today. The reason is simple. You know, there, there's a deeper truth still waiting to be discovered. I believe evidence of this truth lurks somewhere behind the Black Curtain and the special police in Maui that are keeping the secrets of Ground Zero a compelling mystery, but we're not going to talk about that either. Fortunately, we need not look behind that curtain in search of this deeper truth. 
as, as we evaluate the totality of circumstance, which I like to try to do here, to stay above the fray, have that 30,000-foot perspective, I, I want to say I'm not the only one pointing out that we are, in fact, in the midst of a second civil war. The question is really not the situ- whether or not the situation is going to turn kinetic, but rather when is it going to turn kinetic. And when that day comes, friends, the deeper truth will be on full display all around us. In fact, it already is. We just, we just have to know how to spot it. So let's go ahead and zoom way out. Zoop! Way out beyond the limits of what usually gets talked about. Did you hear about uh, that young white supremacist who had an assault rifle with swastikas on it? He went on a killing spree in Jackson Hole, Florida, gunning people down because of the color of their skin. That's the story. Joe Biden has this to say about it. He says, well, even as we continue searching for answers, we must say clearly and forcefully that white supremacy has no place in America. We must refuse to live in a country where black families going to the store or black students going to school live in fear of being gunned down because of the color of their skin. End quote. Friends, we could pick apart the language and point out the lies there. But that would be getting lost in the weeds. The point is this, and it gets to the point, okay? Biden said those things because he believes those things. And unfortunately, an unhealthy portion of those who heard this presidential spew are also likely to have believed it. There are many people who believe that white supremacy is running rampant and that people are being gunned down because of the color of their skin. And they believe that because they've heard it over and over and over again. It's weird. But really, you know, in reality, American social dynamics really bear no resemblance to this race-baiting propaganda. The truth is really quite the opposite. It's bizarre that the president and his media lapdogs keep harping on this threat of white supremacists. Unless, of course, you consider that they may be setting a certain stage for later. Now, what's most disturbing about this story to me is the fact that it's effective, that it works. When people hear this story, it drives a wedge further and further between reality and what people believe. A wedge between reality and what's real and what people have been told and what people believe. The, dup- the deeper truth that we're digging at here, friends, is that as human beings, our beliefs are shaped directly by the information that we receive. We could put it a little differently and say that our beliefs are a byproduct of the social steeping that comes along with subjective personal experience. When the biological brain is steeped in a toxic brew of noxious spew, i.e. when relentless propaganda and psychological warfare have penetrated to the very core of our mental processing... The result is always a gross distortion of reality. It results in an inability to perceive the distinction between fact and fiction and the warped beliefs that come with that. And the truth is, friends, we are all susceptible to this kind of manipulation. And so I want to pull in a little timeless wisdom here from the good book. It says, above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. Above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. 
what does that mean? How does that work? And what the hell does this have to do with politics or the Second Civil War? Luke, what the hell are you talking about? Friends, that's just what I'm about to explain here. To understand the application of this wisdom and the need to guard our hearts, we first need to grasp the subtle distinction between mind, body, and emotion. We can kind of work at it backwards, uh, first understanding that emotions are biochemicals. They get released into the bloodstream, and that directly affects us at the biological level. It means uh, our emotions affect us both in the body and in the brain. And because these molecules of emotion directly affect the brain, they affect the mind too. Subtle distinction there. The brain and the body, however, are not the only things that affect our minds. Our minds, friends, our minds are a magical apparatus that directly manifests the mysterious workings of our soul. That is to say, <laughs> the mind is a gateway of sorts to the spirit within. And that said, friends, it is the spirit within that, it, you know, it, it exists whether we have a present mental awareness of it or not, but it's the spirit within that holds the secret to our solutions. Understanding all of this, it matters uh, for many different reasons, but I just want to kind of try to keep it simple. I want to keep it relevant to the topic of politics here, okay? Our minds and our emotions are easily manipulated. Fact. You know, it should pretty much just be self-evident. But have you considered that we can manipulate our own minds and our own emotions for better or for worse with or without conscious awareness? If you let that sink in and chew on it a little bit, the fact that we can manipulate our own minds and emotions for better or worse or with or without conscious awareness, the implications can be and should be really quite liberating. You know, guard your heart, we are told, but how? We do it through the tool of conscious awareness. Conscious awareness is perhaps the best, under, it would be best understood as spiritual awareness. Conscious awareness is spiritual awareness. It is the spirit within, the very core and the essence of our being that allows us to observe the mind. It allows us to become aware of our thoughts and our mental patterns, as well as our emotions or our posture or our physical state of being. This all happens by tapping into that inner awareness. In any given moment, we, we, I mean, we can be aware of some of this or all of it. We can be aware of our posture, or our emotions or not, you know, but through direct intention, we can increase our awareness to any and all of it, to any and all of life. In short, friends, we can learn to observe more of what's happening in our bodies and our minds, just like we can learn to observe what's happening more in the world around me. I think that around us, and I think that that's pretty cool, don't you? You know, you don't really have to be a sage or a monk to do this. In reality, friends, you've done it a billion times before, all throughout your life experience. It's just happened uh, without, without really taking the time to develop a deeper understanding of how all of this stuff works. But I'll give you an example, okay? Think about a time when you were in a tense conversation, when you could feel your blood pressure starting to rise, but you resisted the urge to blurt out the first things that came to mind. Think about that. I'm sure you've experienced, if you're married, if you've got kids, if you've ever interacted with another human being, then you know what that's like. In this example, 
we can see the interplay between body, mind, and soul. Between, you know, the body, you know, the blood pressure, right? Oh, oh. And then the, our mind, the thoughts that are flying through the mind. And then our soul. It's the spirit within that resists the emotional reaction and disciplines the body and the mind to keep ourselves in check. The truth is, you are that spirit within. You are not your body. You are not your mind. You are an incredible cosmic creature. You are, in fact, a spiritual creature. You are that spirit within. Uh, Who you are, friends, it's deeper than the body and the mind. You know, your mind changes. Your body changes. And the truth is, you change. The spirit within changes, and yet you still remain the same, right? You still remain you. You're still you. I mean, you're not the same today as you were yesterday or in years past. And, and moving forward, you're going to continue to change your mind, your thoughts will change, your body's going to change. Uh, but, and therefore, you're not going to be exactly the same as you are now, but you're still going to be you. Does that make sense? <laughs> so far, so good, right? Uh, so some would call this changing, this ever-changing aspect of you, they would call it spiritual growth. But that's not the point today. The deeper truth of our current circumstance, politically speaking, geopolitically speaking, is that it's this part of you that's under the under attack, the spirit within. You know, more broadly, it's it's the spirit of humanity that is being directly attacked by the nefarious forces that are working to domesticate the masses, the nefarious forces that are working to enslave people in the illusions of the mind. They do this by conditioning people to believe in falsehoods. Okay? There's a reason why Marxists are avowed atheists. It's because it shuts down the door to spiritual awareness, spiritual perception. It closes the mind to the magic of life, and it shrouds that divine spark within each of us. And that shroud that blocks out that light within is really a mental cloud of mixed beliefs. Some of our beliefs are true. Some of our beliefs are false. Truth lets the light from within shine through. Falsehoods block that light. They cast a shadow upon the mind. And once enough shadow has been cast, the light of truth no longer can penetrate into conscious awareness. That is to say that the mind can no longer perceive the truth. Thus, the soul gets stuck in the the abysmal prism prison of false beliefs. The, the mind, the soul gets locked in a, a mental cage from which it cannot escape without a very special sort of intervention. We're not going to get into that today. But the results of all of this, friends, they're ultimately on display all around us. Look around. We see declining mental health. We see declining emotional stability. We see a lack of purpose and a lack of sense of self. And we see the skyrocketing suicides that come along with all of this, not by accident. Now, I want to pause for just a second and ask you, has anything I said been inaccurate or wrong? (laughs) <laughs> you know, can you can you not see this for yourself? Is it not possible just to look around in the world and see the declining mental health, see the declining emotional stability, see the lack of purpose, the lack of sense of self, the lack, lack of self-esteem, see the skyrocketing suicides, the mental health crisis that's gl- gripping the globe? Why is this happening? 
It's happening because of that wedge that's separating people from reality. It's, it's driving people into this mental mirage, the mental cage from which one cannot escape without elevated spiritual awareness. You know, the, when, the, when the soul gets stuck and suffocated in the prison of false beliefs, we believe it that, you know, the human being as, as, a, as a, you know, an eight aspect of our human nature, we believe what we believe and we believe it to be true, whether it's true or not. So the elevation of spiritual awareness, the guarding of our heart is to really drill down on and, and evaluate whether or not our beliefs, our perspectives, our perception is accurate and true. Now, I'm sure that you've noticed, <laughs> I have not used the word God in any of this, and that's very, very intentional, okay? I'm speaking here to the logical mind. One may choose to define or deny God any way that you like, but these truths remain true, Mind, body, soul, we are mental, physical, and spiritual creatures, and those truths hold the keys to our liberation. And only the wise, I think, friends, are going to be able to grasp these keys, but I, I do hold the astute listening audience here in such high esteem, I trust that you will take this to heart. If anyone lacks wisdom, let them ask of God. But friends, we must understand and accept that everyone's going to ask in their own language, and they're going to filter and interpret the answers through their own belief systems, and that's okay. There's a truth that transcends all of that. The, the weird bizarre and disturbing truth, friends, is that your mysterious soul is under attack. The global elites, the predators of the world, are preying upon your mind and emotions. And they're doing that because there is a science to assassinating your spirit. Friends, that is the weird, bizarre, and disturbing truth of today. <laughs> so ignore it at your own risk. Thanks for tuning in and staying with me on this uh, philosophical romp, friends. If you're enjoying this podcast, please take the time to go to the website, thetorchreport.com. Find that little heart, click that heart, and give me some love. Subscribe if you have not subscribed already. And of course, the greatest honor of all is if you share this podcast with everyone you know. Get out there and embrace the rest of this terrific Tuesday. And I'll look forward to talking to you again soon.